0: You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University athletics.
1: The Flames are finally back home on the mountain and it's homecoming. Gardner-Webb heads to Lynchburg as LU is one victory away from being bowl eligible. We'll break down the UMass win, look ahead to some of the homecoming festivities, plus we'll take you to the pitch for an interview with Lady Flames soccer player Bridie Herman. It's the Flames Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Mortgage, and it starts now. The Flames are finally back home yeah. on the mountain and it's homecoming. We'll take you to the pitch a little bit later in the show because we have Brady Herman, you know, Lady Flames soccer star, coming great. on yeah, the you're show. You'll love the interview. You'll man. love that interview. It's a Flames Central podcast, powered, or not so much powered by the Alcova Morgan. <laughs> powered
0: Mortgage. by Alcova it's not by Joe Yock. Where is Joe? Well, we don't know. We have no idea. It, that was a good
1: that was a good rhyme. Good. Where is yeah. Joe? We don't know. Maybe he'll show up. Through that door, Doe. No. <laughs> well,
0: I wasn't sure if you were trying to rhyme there. The longer you went, I thought it was less likely.
1: I, I have some beef with uh, Joe Yock right now. Um, but we'll set that aside and and get to the podcast because, you know, sometimes he's not even prepared for these you know things what, anyways. You know you what are. they
0: say? The best ab- availability. Or no, I just botched that. The best ability is availability.
1: And he's And not Joe available. doesn't have
0: that. <laughs> yeah. So not available.
1: I, I threatened him that I wasn't going to say powered by Alcova let's Mortgage. Let's not blame the
0: good folks that are at you know? Alcova Mortgage for this. I am sure maybe they probably had these issues with Joe
1: themselves. All right. The Flames took down UMass yeah. 42-24. You know, that does seem like a high score for UMass, but Coach Aldridge reminding us that there were a lot of third, fourth string guys yeah. in that ball game late. But let's talk about the game. Overall thoughts that come from that victory, Matt.
0: Well, overall, number one, we asked last week, oh, what's going on with DeMario Douglas? Like, ah, oh, should we be concerned <laughs> about, about DeMario Douglas? And, uh, well, no, we shouldn't be concerned. Four <laughs> catches, 134 yards and a touchdown. He was good in the return game as well. That was just kind of like a reminder that, like, I'm still the most explosive guy on this field. Don't forget about me. And they found a way to target him and get him involved in the passing game. So that was good news. That was big for me, number one. Uh, On the other side, still some concern at the quarterback position. Uh, The slow start for Jonathan Bennett. Then they pulled him for a little bit. Then they brought him back in. He was better when they brought him in. But you got to find a way to start better. You you can get away with it against UMass. You can probably get away with it against Gardner-Webb this week. You're not going to be able to get away with that moving forward in that schedule. Now, JB may not be the guy moving forward. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But finding a way to start faster, it's been a problem not just with Jonathan Bennett, go back. We've talked about it for a while, even to last season with Malik. The first quarter has been an issue offensively for the Flames. They've struggled there. They've got to find a way to improve.
1: 453 total offensive yeah. yards. Like you said, 87, just 87 in the first quarter is. And you know, Coach Freeze was asked about what what is the reason behind yeah. the slow start. He's like, I don't know if you heard me for the last 10 minutes. I can't figure I it don't out. Know. Is that concerning at all? I mean, oh, yeah. he's such a, a great offensive mind and, yeah. and head coach, you freeze, but. But it, it, where is the level of concern about the slow starts?
0: I mean, it's going to be at a high level here shortly yeah. <laughs> with, with the schedule turning uh, into what it becomes down the back stretch. Yeah, it is. And part of the problem, I thought, and I saw a lot of people actually online suggesting this as well during the game, is they came out trying to throw the ball. I think they dropped back to pass on six of the first seven plays uh, for Liberty. And while that probably made sense based off UMass and their defensive front and what they show you, I also still think that's not what this team needs to be built on. And so I think that put them in a little bit of a bind early on when they came out trying to throw the ball around. JB was a little shaky early on, and then suddenly you're like, oh, what, what's going on here? Now we've put ourselves in some second, long, third, and long situations. Another thing Freeze talked about is they wanted to get into up-tempo and play faster, but unless you have success on first down, unless you pick up a first down, you really can't do that. I know. And they couldn't get into a rhythm. You started to see them do that more as the game progressed. You started to see them run the ball better as the game progressed as well, which takes some of the pressure off JB. You can't lean on him to throw the ball around the yard the way (laughs) you could. Even Malik. And Malik's run game was a big part of what he did. But you can't lean on him that way. He's better when the run game is finding success, mm-hmm. and they got kind of that going a little bit later in that ball game.
1: Yeah, four rushing touchdowns on there, and three of those come from Shadro yeah. Lewis. That was a career high for his rushing touchdowns. Um, another highlight from the run game is TJ Green getting back out that was there. That's great. How much of an added bonus is it for this backfield to, to have TJ Green out there? Well, too?
0: just depth in general, I think, mm-hmm. is huge. But the best part was like you saw he still got he's got a little juice, oh, right? Yeah, he if, got a little, yeah, yeah. He know. was shifty. And we remember last year he averaged about six yards a carry. I think it was for the season. <clears throat> Led all Flames. And so he's a guy with big time speed. He showed you. He showed you that elusiveness. Uh, coach said he was absolutely spent after <laughs> those few carries. He's like, <laughs> we got to get his just fitness level back right. to where it should be. But yeah, depth is huge across the board. I mean, we see it at the quarterback position with guys getting hurt. Receiver position guys getting hurt. So that depth is huge. And just seeing him on the field and for any player. Just getting back out there and kind of proving to yourself, like, oh yeah, I can do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I can, I still have it. Like, after sitting out as much as he has all, all, all this season, I think that's just big for his confidence as well.
1: I mean, I think that's anything you do in life. Whether right. you're an athlete or not, if you take some time away from your craft, it's going to take some time. Yeah. And that's what I think is so frustrating that people have these expectations on injured players that they're going to be exactly who they were when they when they left.
0: Well, and that's why I, we should caution people on the Char- Charlie Brewer right. You know, train, hype train. Like, everyone's like, oh... You know, Coach Free said that he wants to play. He's chomping at the bit. Well, we're not sure he can hold a football quite right mm-hmm. yet. You know, that's going to be the key. He may be cleared to play, but his hand may not be back in that kind of shape. That's uh, a lot. Don't throw too much on these guys. You know, coming back from an injury, especially one like Charlie suffered, it's like it's not just going to be a, okay, everything's good again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to take some time. We didn't know what he was. We still don't know what he was. We never got to see it at the beginning of the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, too serious. Yeah,
0: so I would say let's just pump the brakes a little bit. Give them some time to kind of get back in there and get in the flow. However, if he's cleared this week and he can hold a football, is this a good time? Like maybe not to start him, but to at least get him out there for a couple of series. I think it would be very difficult to just throw him into the fire against BYU and say you haven't played since two series week one, go get him. Like it would be really nice if he's able, I think to get him a few series here this week.
1: Also an update on Reese Yawke. Um, oh, wait, oh, no, yeah. I, I don't have that. Joe I, don't Stun, have that I actually update. saw Joe son recently mm-hmm. doing a little,
0: like, rehab and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. His injury update. was sorry. a lot more extensive than mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Brewer's. I but would
1: but say. Uh, back to the Charlie Brewer thing, yeah. Coach Freeze saying in his press conference this afternoon, which you can check that out on Liberty's YouTube page, he has a doctor's appointment on Wednesday. Yeah. And like you're saying about, like, yes, he he might be cleared to play and everything is fine with, fine. like, yeah. the actual structure in his hand or his yeah. thumb, actually. But... If you've been in a cast for that long, your you're, you're you're movement stiff, on your arm... Muscle and,
0: strength isn't there.
1: And, and, I mean, think about when you're not in the gym for a, yeah. a couple weeks as an athlete and you go back and that, that strength just isn't yeah. there. He hasn't been able to do anything with that hand for, what has it been, four to six yeah. weeks? So it'll be interesting to see, but you know he is itching oh, man. to get out. He wanted to play at Play US, at UMass. Yeah, he's like, Which I'll throw ridiculous. it with my left hand. Yeah. yeah. Just let me in. Right, but it will be interesting, but you're thinking... If you bring, if you play him, if
0: if big if this is all speculation, if,
1: all speculation, if he were to be available during Gardner Webb's game, would yeah. you play him, or do you do you get him in against BYU because that like level of yeah. opponent, it's just I a think whole... it would just be
0: awfully tough to throw him into the BYU game and Ugh. just say here you go Welcome without back. getting some reps, without in. some reps in live game action. So yeah, if he's well enough. I would get him in there for a few series at least just to let him kind of get his feet back underneath him because he really didn't get, he didn't even really get to start the season, you know? It's not like he played a half. He didn't even play a whole quarter going back to Southern Miss. So he needs to kind of get in there and kind of acclimate himself a little bit.
1: And I don't know how we didn't discuss this before the podcast started, um, but what is the update on Salter? Well, yeah, Caden he didn't Salter, travel, you know. so,
0: and we didn't get one today from Coach Free. I don't know so, how we missed
1: it. Um, <laughs> uh, I think everyone's just so excited about the Charlie Brewer thing, yeah. and I know we don't know a lot about Charlie in this offense, but at the same time, I, I guess this, you know, you got to look at the bright side here. We're talking about J.B. as a second string, right. um, and then Nate Hampton, what they were have been able to do to be – Five and I mean, one in one game away from being bowl eligible When with the it's adversity.
0: And Coach Freese keeps saying, like, this team has grit. And you hear coaches say that all the time. Yeah, ha- yeah, they do. Like, how are you going to argue that? How have you pieced this thing together? I mean, not only that, you've had Caleb Snead, a starting wide receiver, miss a significant amount of time. TJ Daniels has you know, only played in a couple of games and hasn't done a whole lot this year coming back from an injury. You had TJ Green, who has slotted to be one of your stars at running back. He's been out up until this UMass game. Like, you've dealt with a lot of injuries across the board. Yeah. Not even talking about the quarterback, which is the most important one. And you're 5-1, and one, knocking on the door of bowl eligibility. Great coaching got, job by Freeze. I would say, and maybe he wouldn't admit this. Maybe we can ask him later in the week. I would say, in some ways, this has been one of the more frustrating seasons he's had as a head mm-hmm. coach. And yet, to this point, probably some of the most rewarding moments have come from this because of how frustrating it's been to figure but, it out.
1: But what I love about Coach Freeze is he's not afraid to like admit that. Like I am frustrated. I yeah. am like, I it is difficult to manage <laughs> yeah. my emotions he on the sideline. Yeah. And another thing he did in the in the press conference today was admit about his two bad calls, play calls yeah. uh, this last week. So I just love that ownership when you take accountability in front of your team and you admit your mistakes. I think that it really can help the team grow. You know. Um, with admitting their mistakes and cleaning up some of, come, some of their work, too. Um, let's talk about the defense yeah. because, I mean, tackles for loss, the, the sacks, the, the third down stops, um, what this defense was, been, was able to do in this game. Coach Aldridge said this is closest to a complete game that the defense has played. He didn't complete that like this season ever yeah, under yeah, him, yeah. but um, what can you say about, about the defense and how they played this week?
0: They're just steady. And when you talk about the grit of this team, the toughness of this team, I mean, that's where it starts. Like, just week in, week out, you feel like you know what you're going to get mm-hmm. out of them. Yeah, there were a couple of big plays that that happened. And same as ODU, there were a few things that that, that didn't go their way. But, like, you just know. You just know guys like Mike Smith, Ahmad Walker, Rocket Rahimi, Javon Scruggs. Like, you just know what you're getting out of those guys. And they've been solid the entire mm-hmm. year. There's been no let up. There's been no big drop-off, whether you're going and playing on the road at Wake Forest, one of the better offenses they'll see all season, or whether it's going up against UMass. Like, they are just consistent, everyday kind of dudes, and that just speaks to the leadership of the coaching staff. But I think even, even more so or as much as the leadership in that locker room.
1: It's really starting to emerge. I was yeah. just going to say that. Like, Darrell Johnson, like, seeing him grow into yeah. a leader, you can just tell that it's it's coming from the top, but these players are really learning it's how to lead. It's a
0: business-like approach yeah. on that side. And that hopefully bodes well for the future of the season. Like yeah. I, I, One of the questions I had for Coach Freeze today was, you remember he sat, I believe it was on our podcast last year after the season, and he was like, once we got bull eligible – I felt like we let up. Yeah. And remember those losses to Louisiana and to mm-hmm. Army, and it, they just stumbled down the stretch.
1: And you said, can't do that with I, I, Yeah,
0: basketball. right. I was like, how do you avoid that? <laughs> well, and he said, well, I think hopefully we're more mature. And I think right. on that side of the ball at least, they certainly are. They understand what's in front of them. They take it week to week. They're not get, looking too far down the line. And you're just seeing some of those guys that were good in the past but kind of young and immature. They have a different attitude.
1: They're now. growing up, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll go to the pitch in just a moment for an awesome interview yeah. with Brady Herman. But first, let's look at wait, you wanted to say something about UMass.
0: Okay. Well, oh. okay, yes. Cle- Thank you for that. Keep it yeah. clean. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> be so, nice. I'm not a big omen guy. You know what I mean? Okay. Like bad omen, you know, how like, oh, this because this happened, it's probably gonna lead to a bad day. But in football, you kind of get that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, what would be a bad omen? Like the opening kickoff, kicking it out of bounds. That would be a bad <laughs> omen to the day, right? UMass had that to start this game. The kickoff didn't go out of bounds. It was a touchback. They take the field, their offense. False start. Okay, tough way. <laughs> tough way to start. Back them up. Delay of game. yeah. In a delay of game. <laughs> you have a false start and then a delay of game. There hasn't been a second that's come off the clock yet. Like, <clears throat> I don't know how you get Man. a delay of game after a false start. Like, that should never happen. But, like, if you didn't believe in bad omens, like, you <laughs> might after having seen that. Like, that was just, you could not start any worse. Now credit them, they've got a little well, they got a little bit better. The next the next possession they snapped two straight over the quarterback's <laughs> head. So it was a really rough start for them up there. But uh gosh, I've never seen that before. I think Ball I checked start, with you and was Delay like, of game and that? it was like Th- this is gonna. This is not going to go well.
1: I mean, the fact that they, that, you know, they kind of got it together. I guess you can say. And you do have to remember. Yes, they finished with twenty-four points, but yes. you know, late in the game, I mean, they had. Boy, some, that was a rough. That was a rough. That was a them. rough Credit start. Credit to them. No, I'm saying like, like they could have really. If just... you're a coach,
0: if you're a UMass <laughs> coach on the sideline, and you prep all week long, you go Man. out there and you get a false start, delay of game. I'm sitting there thinking like, I've. My whole life. I failed. I've, my whole life, I've worked my way up the chain. I've moved my family all over the country to land a D1 okay, job. Okay, be nice. My kids have gone to five different grade schools, and then you're <laughs> going to come out and fall start and delay of game to open the game. Like, that just would... We've had those moments, right? You end a broadcast, and you're like... <laughs> I need to quit. I need to find a real job. I never said that. You should that. have. I need to find a real job. I need to do something else. We've all had those moments. I gotta think that's probably one of those for for, for some of those coaches that are just like, I don't know, it's not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting
1: through these guys. Um, a, a few redshirt announcements before yeah. we look ahead to Gardner Webb, C.J. Daniels, yeah. which. That made me a little sad. Well, I understand. He he's I mean, still has two these. games to play. Yes. Right? He has, so it,
0: he will redshirt this year, they think.
1: Uh, but they just had the conversation. Right. He's not going to be 100% where they want. And honestly,
0: like, I was surprised how quickly he came I back. D- and he I,
1: told me originally in middle October. Yeah.
0: And I know that that surgery and things that, you know, the ACLs and all that, it's gotten so much better. Oh, yeah. Than, than 10 years time, ago yeah. or whatever. But, like, it seemed quick. It we did. We saw him back out on the field. I think that's probably best for him. You want him, mm-hmm. don't, I mean, you want he's him as a long. baller. Yeah. Like, don't forget what he was last season for this team. I think it was seven touchdowns or nine. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a baller. You want him right. right. And if you can get healthy enough in the wide receiver room and get Caleb Snead back at some point, then you can kind of pick your spots late in the year mm-hmm. with, with, with CJ and kind of let him go in some of those big games down the stretch if he's up to it.
1: That's very true. So two more games yeah. for him. Jalen Jimerson will be redshirted in big ends. Do you remember? There was, I think, one more. Uh, oh, sorry. I can't I, remember the last one. Um, there might have been. I'm sorry. Listen to the Hugh Freeze yeah, press conference right. because I was trying to rewind. You can't do that on Microsoft Teams. <laughs> um, looking ahead to Gardner-Webb, you know, Coach Free says all the time you have to earn wins in football. When I tell you that this opponent coming in is the real deal, how many times have we heard that? That's
0: my favorite thing about Coach Press Conference (laughs) is hearing how they spin every opponent. To be the best opponent. Right, right. But in in reality, though, like Coach Free said he thinks Gardner-Webb is better than UMass, and I believe that. I totally believe that. They pushed Coastal Carolina to the brink. I think it was a 31-27 final Coastal one, and – Garner Webb outgained them by like 150 yards. Mm-hmm. Had they not turned it over five times, like they led this game in the fourth co- quarter over Coastal, and that's a good team. They gave Marshall some problems. That was a close ball game. They're coming off a big win against a terrible Robert Morris team. I think was 56 0. My computer died, or else I'd tell you more details. Uh, so they. <laughs>
1: Preparation. Yeah, right. Need you to, know, Joe Young gives us news that he's not coming on the podcast. Yeah. Like, this morning, yeah. and then everything else just—it's—it's—it's just it's, it's like the, the what you the whole just talked dust about. Altogether. One thing bad goes omen. wrong, and it that just That was the bad every, omen. Joe, yeah.
0: Joe's text this morning. We blame no, but Gardner Webb is solid. They have a decent quarterback, really good receiver. They run the ball pretty well. Uh, so yeah, but all that being said, Liberty's the better team. They're right. more talented, far more talented, far deeper. Liberty needs to take care of business. You get to come home. Going to be a beautiful day. Homecoming. Good right. crowd. Put them down, get bowl eligible, and then you have your celebration, which it is a and big then, deal. <laughs> and we don't want, and Coach Free said, he always says, and I like how he says this, like, I don't know about these other schools that if they don't care about getting bowl eligible. I'm like, well, I think most do. Yeah. You know, you have your your BAMAs and Georgia's that they don't care. They want to, you know, they're, they're looking Obey at the playoffs. But like, yeah, most yeah. people are fired up about it, and especially when you're an independent. And so celebrate that, but then boy, you better turn the page real quick because the back half of this schedule is like some, another animal. Like, So you better tough. take what you've done and to cr- their credit, they did the work in the first half of the schedule. They're one point away from being unbeaten. Yeah. And we said before the season even began, if they can win the ones they're supposed to early, they set themselves up for a pretty good season I don't even know if we thought they'd be sitting here.
1: I and I mean the fact the that one, one one point—that's yeah. such a good point. One point, and this could be an unbeaten team. Yeah, that's crazy because every week, you know, Matt. I've, like they just need to win this game. Right. They just need to win but this ma- game. You know what?
0: That's maybe that's the atti- that's probably the attitude you need.
1: But. I- coach emily over here. yeah you Let me just, just right. you know be, right. 1 0 yeah, be one and oh today be one and today. right so homecoming festivities. Yeah. so it's a, a 3 30 kick yeah. which i am a little excited about i love night games don't get me wrong but i just think that a fall beautiful day this is prime emily wardrobe season. oh oh just wait um <laughs> <laughs> i don't need it to get like below what's 50, your though? ideal
0: temperature for the wardrobe that you have ready to
1: go oh the dress the jean dress that I need to wear on Saturday, I need it to be... Well, you have to think, when it, you're on that turf, yeah. it, if it's 70 degrees, it feels like 85. Yeah. So I'm fine with that. If you can yeah. just stay in those mid-60s, okay. and then the sun can just stay Is in the same gonna spot. Is this going to look like one
0: of those uh, Instagram <laughs> posts of the the, the lays out at the pumpkin patch with their... Pumpkin spice latte. Are you going full like plaid oh, full, scarf, full. Yeah. big hat? I'm actually full fall?
1: going to be um, holding a pumpkin spice Good. latte too. That's great. <laughs> no, I'm not that extra. Okay. Um, homecoming festivities? Yeah. Are, are the kids coming? And and the wife? Kids will be
0: there for the game. Listen, we don't we're you know what we don't need festivities. Oh we need ball. Kids are oh there about the game. They want to see Whatever. the game. Actually, the biggest thing for my kids, honestly, is how many other Liberty athletes do they spot while they're there.
1: Like we, came, they came
0: back from the opener, and my five-year-old daughter Caroline is like, "I saw three Hillier." <laughs> I was like, "You did? Like you would recognize three Hillier from the baseball team?" She's like, "Yeah, I saw him." And like, so it's seeing all these other uh, Liberty athletes. Yeah. They sat behind Coach Kerry Green and his family at the last game, and like that was just like.
1: I actually, the there's a funny deal. story because the whole women's basketball staff yeah. was there, and I'm sitting there like waving to your family, and Coach Green's like this, and I'm like, <laughs> not, "Not you, not you, not you, you coach. coach." Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jack. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah. that was it a little was that-
0: stressful, I think, for my wife, having our four kids sitting right behind <laughs> Coach Green and his family. She's like, don't spill anything on them and you know, all that. But, yeah, no, they love
1: that. It should be a lot of fun yeah. this weekend. But um, before we get to our Flames Fantasy League yes, update. and that's a good update. And some bold predictions. Yeah. Let's head to the pitch for our interview with Brady Herman. Lady Flame soccer star Bridey Herman joins us now in studio. Thank you so much for being
2: here. Thanks for having me.
1: Bridey, so there's a little joke in the Flame Central, um, you know, studio here. Because you are constantly on all of our Lady Flame highlights, okay? <laughs> Every week. And I'm always, like, it with the rundown, it always yeah. ends up I'm calling the Lady Flame highlights. And I have to write it seven different ways of how to pronounce. I have a lot. I have a big problem (laughs) with names. Among
0: other problems. But yeah, (laughs) that's one of them. And so it's, I can't tell you, I mean, Birdie has come out of her mouth. Birdie, yes.
1: One. I i mean, there are sure very... We always sh- make sure we end up getting
0: it right. <laughs> I don't
2: to know that. Birdie, Birdie is having, very yeah. common. We have Just to
1: like re record it like yeah. four times because, That's so and, funny. and you're on the highlights yeah. every <laughs> single week, and I haven't been able to get it down. So tell us the story, the, the backstory of your
2: name. So my real name is actually Bridget, okay. but my great grandma on my mom's side, she's Irish. And when you go by, when you have the name Bridget, you go by Bridio. So my mom passed it down to Bridie without the L. Yeah. But.
0: That's cool. See, yeah. I think they should add that in on soccer oh. broadcast. So like, you score, it's like, Bridie, oh! Don't you think that would work? That I think I'm just pre- going to use Bridget from now perfect. on with all my highlights. Then does anyone call you Bridget?
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. Very rarely. Okay. Like, some of my family members do. But my team nickname is actually Bird, because they thought when I transferred here, oh. it was Birdie. Yeah. So they See, call me Birdie. See, I am not the, am only, only,
1: not the only one, one. No. with the problem. That's great. That's a good and text. there's
2: Bridget Herman with the goal. <laughs> okay. Um, the Lady
1: Flames just Finished the regular season unbeaten at home. Yes. You guys are on a six-game winning streak. Talk to me about this team and what makes it so special.
2: Um, it's honest. It's so awesome this year. I, we have we've been really dealing with like culture the past couple years, and so Lang's made that like a really big emphasis for us this year. And I just feel like this year. Our team, like collectively, we're all really there for each other and like we're all supporting each other, which is so awesome. You know, you even see like when subs come in, like it's just a group of subs and it's just like yeah. so awesome. There's no drop off ever. I don't know. We're all just really supportive for each other. It which is seems great. like
0: you guys, even early in the year, you found kind of like maybe a little more extra offense this oh, season. For Do sure. you feel that? And oh, how much yes. more fun is no, the yeah. game when you guys are able to score it the way you guys have?
2: It, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, we have. A lot of forwards this year, but I can't say that there's like a forward there where there's a drop off. Like anyone who can come into the game, and they'll just match the energy of the game. So
1: yeah, you guys actually lead the ASUN in goals with 32 and allowed the fewest goals and 10. So. The last few weeks, back to back A defensive player of the week. And I, I know yeah. this because I'm, you know, right. call it the highlight. Right. <laughs> um, so you're getting back. it done yeah. on both ends of the ball though, because in that a couple games ago, you scored a goal and then you were the uh you know, assisted on three other scores. <laughs> so it's just what's connected for you personally this season?
2: Um, I would say this season I've really grown a lot my confidence. Obviously I think transferring is it kind of puts a stagger in it, you know. Especially if come like where I came from, it was more of like a business deal. But um just having Lang as my coach, he just like shows so much love for you and it really made my self-confidence just skyrocket. And I knew what I was good at on the field. I feel like I my freshman year and my sophomore year, I just like really wasn't able to excel in it. But Just having the confidence that he gives me, I was like, okay, like, I can do this. I feel like that's pretty
1: common with a lot of transfers. No matter what sport you're playing in here at Liberty, of of just the difference, and it's not just a business deal. Yes, I want to win on the field, Mm -hmm. but off the field, I really care about you as a player. Yeah,
2: Mm -hmm. and he really emphasizes that. He does, he says, like, no matter your minutes or anything, like you are loved, which is just so great to yeah. hear. I wish I had that kind of support in my <laughs>
1: workplace.
0: Her boss is a jerk. Uh, boss. Yeah, Yeah. And you come, <laughs> not to throw the balls under the bus, you were at Tennessee before yes. you came here, mm-hmm. but yet is there a, another kind of sense of freedom and do you feel like the connections that you're making, not just with the coaching staff, but with teammates, yeah. it's different here and allows oh. you to enjoy the sport more? You tell me.
2: Totally. So I feel like, my experience at Tennessee was just hard, especially when you're a defender. It's, you have your starting four and you don't really sub defense ever. So I knew my freshman year that I wasn't ever gonna play just because I was defender and yeah. I was underneath a senior. And then my sophomore year, I really battled for the position and I knew it wasn't gonna turn out the way I wanted it. And so my coaches, as I've said, like they deal with it like as a business deal. So if you don't play, they don't really care, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then you're just like put on the back end. So Uh, I don't know, my experience there, it was hard, but I think it just makes me more grateful for mm-hmm. like what I have here, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you guys are a couple weeks away from starting the a tournament,
1: correct? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are tied with Liscombe for the top spot, but possibly might have the edge because of the goal differential. Yes. Um, what is it going to take for this team to be successful and carry this momentum into the postseason?
2: Right. Um, this is something Lang has actually really emphasized, is not to really get ahead of ourselves and just take it like one day at a time. And he says... Like during practice, like we want to win this practice. Or like mm-hmm. when we were playing Queens, like we want to we wanna be one and zero today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's gonna be a really big emphasis for us is like not to get ahead and be like, oh, we're gonna host quarterfinals and semifinals. Who knows what's gonna happen during finals? No, we need to like pay attention to this game against Stetson, this game against Fort whatever it is. You know, we need to pay like take care of business for the day. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Now good. the
0: best news we found out in talking to you before this is You're listed as a senior, Mm -hmm. but you got that extra year. It sounds like you're gonna make make use of it, and and so Flames Nation knows you're you're coming. Can we break? Are we breaking Breaking, news here? She's coming back.
1: She's coming back. Breaking news on the Flames Central podcast. If any other athletes wanna, you know, announce their, you know, it's not a retirement. It's a what the opposite of whatever that you know. Extension, continuation. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you're coming back. I am. I'll be here. That's so exciting. We're excited.
0: You guys have been fun to watch.
2: Thank you. I feel like it carried
1: out for like last season. And the way you guys ended last season has just, you know, continued throughout this season. I don't know. Oh, if. For sure.
2: I think last season really gave us confidence, too. We mm-hmm. brought a lot of players back and we knew like yeah. this was going to be our season. Yeah. So,
1: Get well, us like behind, you know, behind the scenes info. Like who? Tell us something funny about this team or like a story on the road. Do you guys have some sort of... um
2: I don't know. team traditions or or, or games
0: or anything you guys do?
2: I will say one of our funniest teammates is Annie Slowback. She's a a midfield player. Um, Before every single game, we'll be playing music and she gets down and she just gets in her zone and like you cannot (laughs) stop her dancing. And everyone is just (laughs) sitting there in shock at this girl's moves. She's funny, she's funny. And she has all these goal celebrations that she wants to do frog, the frog, Frog. a ribbit after she scores so well, let's all gosh. hope
0: that happens yes. we she's
2: a character yeah. yeah matt does his dance parties before, <laughs> before the that, show, <laughs> <in>. so maybe <laughs> we'll podcast. have to have right. like a dance-off right. do, you like, a do, do you have
0: a goal celebration do you have anything no, i don't no. feel like i've seen anything
2: no uh-uh. i Me? i have like professional players that i really like yeah. but i feel like i can never I ha- do it
1: i have it <laughs> what is do that? you want to
2: know yeah
0: the bird
1: the bird yeah
0: just yeah just swoop across the field
1: all right I think you know, and then all your take you or leave
0: it, but that's just our yeah. Just the our little...
1: players get all behind you like a V, flying V, like a flying oh, V. Perfect. I, yeah. this is going to be epic. Does Lang get behind if you the don't celebrations? Do that, I don't know. We, here's the version we
0: see uh, of Coach Lang Wiedemeyer. very like low-key yes very controlled yes very like so i i don't sense the big celebration kind of no i
2: can't say that
1: would be really his persona i don't care blame it on me (laughs) if you don't do this on like in the postseason when you score you're never allowed back in the season. (laughs) that's funny Brighty, thank you so much for joining us best of luck to you guys really looking forward to to watching you guys continue to have that success thank you i appreciate it I kind of want one year of eligibility left. And I Wouldn't say this with fun. every team, okay? Yeah. Because I just want to be a part of all these teams. Because yeah. um, I, I want to feel loved. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this team seems super special. Brady Herman's awesome. Yeah, Like, she can come back any time. Yeah,
0: great kid. It was really fun talking to her off camera as well. Just a super great personality. And, yeah, I mean, we tell, we tell some of these athletes sometimes, like, you get into the grind of it. Yeah. And you start thinking, oh, boy, I can't wait till I graduate. I can't wait till I, like... We tell them as much as we can, like, enjoy this. Yeah, Enjoy not just, like, I don't remember the games. I remember the stupid stuff at practice Mm. and on the road and all that stuff. Like, enjoy everything about it because when it's gone, you're going to be like, you know what being Man. an adult isn't as fun as no, I thought it no would like be. my job and, is yeah. horrible yeah. and how the people okay, okay, I work, I I work with no, said, no. I
1: think you've covered that it's awesome but but yeah those those breakdancing moments like yeah. before the game like those are just you're right those are the moments that you don't that get that in the forever. office No. like going it into is the office so, you know what, so
0: enjoy enjoy the uh the time that you have
1: yes big thanks to and i'm telling you if she does not do that game celebration that she is said, a yeah. really cool game she was celebration she telling us
0: after we talked to like she would really legitimately do the bird swoop. I'll
1: thing. do the bird call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that's um,
0: not like
1: you Bold that. predictions. Yeah. We you know, lost the paper. Go figure. You Joe are actually to the... That that will be the, the okay. end cap because okay. I like, you know. I know. Um Bold predictions. I, I just remember mine was three touchdowns by DeMario, and one of those was a special team score. Yeah, I had, he had a great game, so I yeah, basically I had Jonathan
0: won. Bent with I think 250 through the air and three scores. He didn't get there. He had yeah. a couple of touchdowns. I think it was like 185 or
1: something. Yeah, no one cares about j yeah. Um So yeah, finally, we finish with the Flames fantasy updates.
0: All right, Em. I got to tell you, was a rough week for you. Oh, uh, you had a huge lead. You'll remember this. You only had got 16.3 points. Um You'd been carried by Day Day Hunter. He had a solid game. A late fumble hurt his score, mm-hmm. so that that hurt Come you there. On, Dede. Uh, Joe had a monster week. He scored forty-eight point one points. Wow. The Mario Douglas coming through for him that helped. Getting TJ Green healthy that helped. Mm-hmm. So he gained some ground. And I had thirty points. Uh, good good game from Shedros, Three touchdowns. Didn't right. have a lot of yards, but huge. the touchdowns helped. So you're still leading, but the gap is closing. You have two hundred twenty-two point six. I have 192.3, so you still have a solid what 30-point lead. Joe's still back there at 178.3, so he still got a long way to go. Hopefully, but, he
1: stays back there. But
0: we'll close that gap a little bit. It's a long way to go. We're just, just it's not, it's not about one game. You just say, slowly get yourself in position
1: for to the steal comeback. it at the end. Which yeah.
0: I think I did in the bowl game two years ago, as we recall. So we don't
1: that. need to look back. Bold
0: that prediction. Far. Do you have one for this week?
1: Bold prediction. Um, wait, you go first because I need to think of one. I Oof. forgot to do that. Uh, uh,
0: Okay, I'm going to say – here we go. I'm going to go with uh, two guys. I'm going to go like a little multi-touchdown parlay action here. Here's what okay. I'm going with. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say that we get we get our first – would it be our first tight end touchdown this year? You have the stats in front of you. Do we have a uh, tight end with a touchdown reception on the season?
1: Um, I don't know. Has I, Jerome gotten one? No, because um, what's name just dropped it at the goal line. Oh, this well, they tried to get game. one to
0: Bollinger. Bollinger, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say so we, think so. we get a tight end <clears> touchdown. <throat> And we get T.J. Green's first touchdown both in this game uh, for the Flames.
1: Okay, I am going to do Darrell Johnson gets three sacks and two tackle for loss. Two tackles for loss.
0: Two additional tackles. You got, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, you know, that would be, I mean, can I say one more thing, too? I know I've talked about him some before. Joe Yock? No, no, we're not even talking about (laughs) Joe Yock. Which, by the way, I think we're contractually obligated to say.
1: If you want to get in touch with Joe Yock. I'm going to get in touch with
0: Joe Yock and Alcova Mortgage. I'm going to give you a sell. Google, Yock, give a sell out. (laughs) He always says just Google Joe Yock, J A U C H, and you'll find him. uh, Or go to uh, alcovamortgage.com, I assume is their their website.
1: 434.
0: Yeah, check check them out uh, for all of your home loan needs. Um,
1: The other guy, Dennis
0: Asagade. Mm. Has been a monster in the middle. He's yeah. tied for team lead in sacks, I believe. I think he, I, again, computer's dead. But uh, he's been really good. He was good again against UMass. And he is a guy that we talk about the out, guys on the outside, which we should mention as well. Treshawn Clark out for a while. Meniscus mm. injury, two to four weeks. Mm. That will be a big loss. But... But
1: who started in his place? The Rev. The Rev.
0: Christian Zachary, who got in on a sack. And what was it I texted you when he got got in on that?
1: Only 24 to go.
0: Only 24 to go. <laughs> Turns out it's 24 and a half. It was only a half sack Ooh. they credited him with. But Ooh. the Rev, Christian Zachary, he's got his chance to shine now. He and really, Really excited to see what he can do this week.
1: All right. Really excited. Homecoming. Don't forget. We'll see you there. It's a 3-30 kick against Gardner-Webb. For Matt, I'm Emily. We'll see you right back here next week.